Hi, I'm Alex listening to Shh, I'm watching a movie where we talk through the entire movie. You listen to the edited feed where who would have thought two distracted people podcasting would lead to a lot of dead air. So this is just the good parts, you know, you listen to it on the car or whatever. If you want to listen to the full movie and use this as a commentary track, check out our other feed. Shh, I'm really watching a movie. Really is the added word. Get it? Okay. Anyway, let's start the show. Hello. Hello. I just started eating something. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right into the microphone. Really <laughs> chew it down. Um, hello and welcome to our um, second installment, but I guess this will be the fourth episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were splicing up that bad boy. The last one you just saw. This is... Shut up. We're watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, shut up. I'm watching a movie. <laughs> We've changed the name three times. Three times. Um... I'm Alessandra Vite. I'm Alex Kalanko. And we're going to watch... They Live. They Live. I have not seen this movie. I love this movie. How many times have you seen it? Uh, easily like five or six. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When's the last time you saw it? Uh, a year ago. Oh, okay. So Recently, like, yeah. It holds I, up. Definitely holds up. I think, if it, in fact, honestly, I feel like it's, it's stronger now. Oh. That uh, 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 in the political climate oh. <laughs> than it was. Is this uh, gonna bum me out? No, it's like fun. It's like a, like I, I, I here's, here's what I'll say. Watching it, if you take it very seriously, you're not going to enjoy it. Okay. And if you <laughs> take it, uh, if you're like, oh, it's a fucking dumb movie, you're also not gonna enjoy it. it. It's it's a weird movie that strikes a interesting middle ground. What if you're gonna just not pay attention to it? <laughs> yeah, like we're going to right now. Yeah. You're going to hate this movie. At the yeah. end, you're gonna be like, I don't like it. It's dumb. I have a strong feeling I won't like this. I also get scared. I'm scared. It's. I, I'd be surprised if you are scared by this movie. Okay. Also, it starts really slow. I'm going to warn no, you on that as well. No. <laughs> Is there someone hot in it? Do you like Rodney Robert Piper? <laughs> no. Do you like, this do you is like the movie that we're watching. I know this movie. <laughs> do, you like, uh, do you like a young, uh, what's his name, Keith? Uh, Richards? No, 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 no. The Keeper me. Sutherland? No, he's a black guy. He's a... He was, he, Batman Crothers? No, he, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he was added to uh, Community in the last season. Oh. Oh, I know who you're talking about, but I, I don't remember. know his name. I don't remember his last name. Not Carl Withers. He's no. from Arrested <laughs> Development. I know who you're talking about. He's like a famous actor. Yeah. I Maybe I'll like him. <laughs> but I don't know if I'll like, like this is him. Gonna be, I'm, I'm now regretting my choices. <laughs> It, it, was, it was between this and Starship Troopers, very similar in tone, mm. but uh, you... I uh, bet you I would have had a better time with Starship Probably would have had a better time with Starship Troopers. Because of Casper Van Dien, I know. Yeah. Oh, man, I've made mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the Studio Canal production. What is this called? Like a tag? I don't know. All I know is that this is before some of my favorite British movies. Oh. Bridget Jones. <laughs> <laughs> End of list. Yeah. <laughs> one and two. Three, what a nightmare. Did you see Bridget Jones' three? I have not seen a Bridget Jones. Uh, I wouldn't put you through that. <laughs> oh, I put you through the first one, actually. The first one's very good, and it's directed by, like, good directors. By good directors? Yeah, Chris Weitz and the other one, Pete Weitz or something. It's brothers. Do they? Okay, they work together. They also directed American Pie. <laughs> Okay. But they're like good. They have you can tell that they're skilled at what they do. Oh, John Carpenter. Yes, yeah, yes, maybe live. you'll like it. He's good. I mean, I've never seen it. This is, seems very boy movie to me. But I that's w- fine because Titanic's a very girl movie. I think 
you say it's a very boy movie, but like Natalie, uh, my ex-girlfriend, her feet tattoos were they live. Oh, no, no, no. Women are allowed to like this movie. <laughs> I, I've, I've honestly met more. Like, I would say, like, as John Carpenter goes, the thing is the boy movie and they live is the girl movie. Okay. If, but it's still Roddy John Carpenter. Piper. So overall, there is a boy energy over top of it. You're right. Why do I feel like this movie? Keith, Keith David. David. There we go. That you feel like this movie. Why do I feel like this movie was reviewed on How Did This Get Made? But it's good. I think I reviewed on How This Made. I, I doubt they would. Something they, with Roddy Roddy Piper. I'm not saying his name right. Rowdy Roddy Piper, whatever. Yeah. Oh, Meg Foster. She's worked with my uncle. She has crazy blue eyes. Yes, she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My uncle was in a movie called Ticket to Heaven about a cult. That's fun. Which, you know what? That Simpsons episode where he's in a cult is loosely, like, got ideas from that movie. Really? Yeah, because it's about whatever that cult, the Moonies. Moonies, yeah. Um, was the Moonies or was it the Heaven's Gate? Moonies. Moonies? Twas the Moonies because it was in California. And uh, so here's so here's the thing: is like you're gonna be like, well, there's a goddamn wrestler in this movie; it's gonna be terrible. But the reason, he, like John Carpenter's taught, I know so much about this movie. That's why I was like, let's pick this perfect. one. Perfect. Yeah, that's what uh, we need. Uh, uh, the reason he was cast in this one was John Carpenter wanted someone who looked like didn't even look like an actor, who looked like outside, well, listen, who looked like a normal person. The Rock is one of the greatest things that's ever happened. It was long before to the Rock. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't yeah. judge if it's a wrestler. Yeah. A wrestler is just another means of becoming an actor. It's like when you're a model first. If you're a wrestler yeah, yeah, first, yeah. it's not. I got no judgment on you. Oh, Frank Armitage. That's a fa- Didn't yeah, he yeah. play like the Green Mile? Uh, I think so, yes. Yeah, yeah. And he directed it. Yeah. So. Oh, no, he did Shawshank. Maybe I'm wrong. I he did one looking. of those movies. Hold on. Let's look this up. Look it up. I don't want uh, to like a fucking idiot. Uh, so, like, this whole point of this movie is working class hero. Like, the uh, whole point okay. of this movie is like working class hero in a B movie. So. Uh, this is 1980. Yes, the beginning of this is slow. This is it, honestly, I said I watched it six times. It's one of my favorites, but one of the things that stops me from watching it is the first, I would say, half hour of this. Half it's, an hour. It's very slow. You maybe watch a three-hour movie. How long is this movie? I think under two. Under two. <laughs> you want the length? Titanic was uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> I like every minute of Titanic. It's all necessary. Jesus Christ. This is just so right now he's just trying to get a job. He's trying to get a job. And he's just, he, and he, yeah. So the whole thing is like he can't get work or any meaningful work. And so you kind of watch him wander around the city where it's like, also, we're talking over it, but he's, I know too much about this fucking movie. Yeah. You're talking over it, but it's like, uh, like it's, it's just poverty. Just people like milling about, but not even poverty, just like, I don't know what to do. Um, that makes me feel sad now. I mean, that's what I said. It's like, it, uh, before we were starting this, like, oh, there's more. Uh, it's more relevant today almost of like this is talking about like 1980s America and the recession right and 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 the like the swing towards a right wing authoritarianism oh and no it, it very much is about that but in a silly fun way in a fun way in a fun way I mean I would say the first half is kind of L- sincere not sincere just like you're like what it's, it's trying to set tone I guess well I will say this I've never seen a John Carpenter movie but I enjoy. Have. I don't think I have. I grew up with women. That's I don't, fair. I don't, I, not that women can like what they want, but we're particularly girly household in terms of like classic yeah, feminist yeah. stereotypes. Maybe um, it's very well. Like I like how the camera moves. Yeah, I, I would say like one thing I find about John Car- Carpenter is he's not flashy, 
good fundamentals. Like it's a good like yeah. like, a, like a woman's basketball team. Just solid fundamentals. What like, is this? What are you bringing your your critique of women's basketball into <laughs> that, this? That that is like. <laughs> that's like such a like women's basketball like the first dunk was like in the like late 80s well they're not as tall <laughs> no it's, it's just because they played a good like good game of fundamentals they like do. good passing yeah because they they follow rules and they know <laughs> shut up <laughs> i don't watch basketball but i can assure you that women's basketball is equally interesting as men's yeah is it cinematic the way men's basketball is Cinematic. That's what I like about watching basketball. You can really see close-ups of their faces. You can really follow yeah, their story. That's more recent. Is like that, that recent? I love that. Because that, I would say that's, that's within the past 10 years, they just put more cameras on the side of the court. For the Ugh. longest time, it was like mostly cameras above or like zoomed in from up top. And now more recently, the camera's behind the net. And I like love shit. it. And then I can really choose which basketball player I think is the hottest one. We, yeah, we really got to <laughs> crush on a basketball player. Yeah. Which one? There's this one guy who... Look at that. Is this Roddy Roddy Piper's body? Is uh, this the same guy? Yeah. That's a nice thick body. <laughs> I appreciate that. It but looks like muscles from hard work. It doesn't look like he went to the gym. You no, yeah. That's a, little, that's a little point. Like the yeah, he looks like he really digs holes to make muscles. If I recall correctly, I think it was even when he got this role, because I think he read it and was like, oh, it's an action movie. I should get like huge. Yeah. And then John Carpenter was like, no, 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 no. If anything, get like drink beer. Like if anything, like get fatter. Uh, I wonder what that means to be like. I'm in a movie. Let me get bigger. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never know <laughs> what that journey is. But I imagine it's as stressful as losing weight. I I okay, so this is like I have had to lose, not lose. I had to gain weight many times in my life. Ugh, I don't but even know what that means. It's horrific. Really? It's I, truly yeah. painful. Like it's because it, it's you're stretching your stomach out. Yeah, because it's like like working out is like you work out and you know what. It feels to hurt yourself working out. Do you know what it feels to hurt yourself eating too much, like every day? I'm not against that, but yeah, I do know that feeling when you like stretch your stomach, like yeah, yeah, that would hurt. But you have to do it every day, every meal. You have a calorie count to hit. I mean, I feel like I do this by rote. Like I don't think I ever have a problem. No one's ever been like, oh, the only reason I'm doing it is like calories. I'm like hideously sick <laughs> as well, and so I'm like dying. And then it's like the last thing I want to do is feel more worse. But if I don't get fucking Stuff in me, I'm gonna wither away. Well, this is this is what the podcast is about now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Did I ever tell you why I don't eat fries? Why don't you eat fries? That would be easy to gain weight. If you ate chips, you'd gain weight. Oh, yeah. put a pin in that. I got, I got more. I got more information on that one. Oh boy. So fries was w- the first time I had to gain weight. I was in grade five and I got so sick I couldn't eat anything for two weeks. Oh no. And my mom would pick me up at lunch and give me a large fries and like a, Mc- and like a McDonald's. Like a McDonald's. Oh my god. Burgers or whatever. And when she'd make me eat all the fries, because, like, that's your starches, right? We gotta put, like, we gotta, you just got to put <laughs> shit in this fucking child. I actually don't even kind of know this childhood. Keep going, keep going. Um, and you, you don't know how you learn to hate fries is every day for lunch is your force-fed fries. Oh, but this uh, – I was raised by – I'm pretty sure that my birth kick-started my mom into menopause because <laughs> she was late having me. And so I was raised by a person who, okay, so my dad's like an exercise fanatic. He's mm. obsessed with his body image. And my mom was going through menopause when you like uncontrollably gain weight. So I was like raised by two people that had really weird diet mentality. And so I don't know what is what anymore. That's weird. Yeah, it sucks. But, but also, also if you want you want to gain weight. What? Eat chips. No, there's a better way. What? I don't need to. So here, here's, here's what we figured out. This, this is when I had... 
was in surgery and had like thresh on top of all this. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> so I had like eating food hurt because it hurt. My mouth was all swollen and soared up, right? Yeah. Eating food hurt. And so what we figured out was like I would my mom would make milkshakes. Oh, yeah. With half and half cream and peanut butter. Was it good though? Did it taste delicious? I mean, I could only taste like threshy blood. Oh, you, you know what? You're just re- making me remember that there was this guy in high school who was a thin, tall guy mm. who would always drink homo milk. Like he'd walk around with like a quart of homo milk. Jesus. And I'd be like, that's fucking disgusting. That's disgusting. And we'd make jokes. But you know what? He might have been trying to gain weight. Okay. So who has Roddy Rowdy Piper? <laughs> I can't say. Uh, he's befriended Keith David. They met at the construction site. They're kind of living in this like tent city right and they so, got food for free right yeah so i uh to get back to the movie it's like it is kind of like this idea of like working poor of yes this is an exaggeration of working poor of being in intensity but that does exist and that is like a an idea that follows of like also also a thing that he we kind of missed it's like one offline is when he goes to the construction site and the yes guys oh do you need any work he just goes uh yeah for today so it's not even consistent work it's like i you're effectively working. You're He's at the whims freelance. of other people. You're at the whims of other people to even just survive. Yeah. And then the other reoccurring thing is that even these people who are kind of lost still have TV. So he, he cut, so they're watching some shitty TV. Some guy cuts in and it's like your mind's being poisoned. There's all the, what you're watching is horrible. You're being controlled. You got to escape. And everyone hates it. Like everyone uh, okay. hates it. And it's someone essentially telling the saying the, the truth. truth. And then no one wants to hear the truth that, like, you're controlled. As well as recurring well, idea of, like, hearing the truth is giving all these people headaches. What a soft metaphor. It gives oh, it's, people headaches, eh? Yeah. That's kind of scary. It, it is, like, this is, there's no subtlety in this fucking movie. There's like, what? There's, like, no subtlety in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is, is open. Yeah. I feel like this is how my uncle talked when I was a kid. We're asleep. I have, <laughs> I have two uncles. That are heavily into conspiracy theories. Oh yeah. When I was young, one mm, one is better than the other. <laughs> like comes from more, like in I don't know what like his intentions are more pure, but the other one is just someone. He's like a Trump supporter. I don't know where he comes from. There's like, so like I saw this movie when I was like 16, and it is uh, relates to a lot of conspiracy theories. And if you if you're like a a boy who's kind of lonely, conspiracy theories are great. Yeah. Well, you know what I think about? It's like if you find that life is meaningless, how great is it that all of a sudden there's answers to stuff? Yeah. Oh, this thing that makes me feel really sad. There's an answer to it. Great. Beautiful. Yeah. One I thing I one thing I find interesting with this is, is you're saying like, oh, one one of his heart's pure and the other is like a Trump supporter yeah. is a lot of conspiracy theories always feel like go towards where like towards my politics of like. Oh, you're being controlled by corporations, and that yeah. this idea of capitalism is really hurting you. And but you all buy into it is kind of the underlying of a lot of conspiracy theories. But it always just hard turns into something else. Okay, so this is my uncle. He brought this guy over, and he was like nonstop conspiracy theories. This is when I lived at home, and I was like, this man was just he wouldn't stop saying all this stuff. Yeah. And some of the stuff I was listening to, being like, yeah, that doesn't sound crazy. Like you might yeah. be right, you might be right. And then he took a real sharp turn into saying that the numbers of the Holocaust were gr- are greatly exaggerated. <laughs> it's always and I was like, like that. You have to leave. You have to leave. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Can't. And then that cancels out everything. It's like a court of law. It can't. Yeah, stuff yeah. can't be true. And like, no, you've lost me completely. Yeah, there, there is like, I always feel, yeah, because, because there'll be stuff where I'm like, oh, I, I'm following along, and then 
anti-Semitism is normally Why, the, the why anti-Semitism? Do you want a real answer? Uh, I can give you the real answer. All right, tell me. So a major so thing upset. with anti-Semitism is like they had specific role. So the, the, the history of anti-Semitism is Jews get kicked out of all these societies. They're a scapegoat. Blah, right, blah. right, yeah. So they have laws about money lending that other of being like you can always lend money but it's to be repaid, is like in the Torah, right? Yes, the Merchant of Venice. Yeah, yeah. And so the reason that stereotype exists is because they were the only people really lending money at the time. It's like kind of pre the our modern idea of banks. Right. And uh, the, 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 they'd lend all this money, and then they'd be asking for repayment or whatever, and then everyone just kicks the Jews out of the town. Oh, so they so would boy the debt. borrow the money, and then they would be like, you know what? It's the Jewish peoples that yeah. are making... Okay. So, then, so then as banks and capitalism evolved that kind of old holder on stuff uh continued um so even though like i'm like oh the imf is some fucking garbage i'm not like the imf is fucking garbage because they're jewish okay yeah 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 yeah. okay so like it's it's mixed in with like yeah ancient times yeah not even it's not even that ancient truly it's like Maybe a, a a couple hundred years, really. That's old enough. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks, man. Oh yeah, it's not great. I discovered that my like great uncle is anti-Semitic, and I didn't know. It's like something. I think because Mussolini switched sides, <laughs> uh, the Italians had to go into like concentration camps. Yeah. And I do believe that they truly blamed the Jewish people for that. That's and so wild. if you were born in like you know the twenties. Yeah, yeah. You would not. You would be brainwashed into thinking that your family got killed or whatever because of Jewish people instead of yeah. the truth. Um, what a what a beautiful topic. <laughs> yeah, uh, are we talking about relevant things? It is a slow start. It is a slow start. Like it, it's a safe assumption that I would never ever get into this movie. Yeah, I don't think you unless ever would. Uh, someone Clockworks Orange style forced you. Yeah. They live, we sleep, it yeah. says. So he's in this church. And he's a good actor, Roddy Piper. No, he's, he's actually like great in this movie. He's not even kind of overacting. He's being very, very good. I think it's something that, that so like John Carpenter made all these like, we'll consider like modern B movies, I guess. There's or, yet to be a woman in this movie. Yeah, there is one. Oh, there's one? Okay, <laughs> there is There is one later. And, th- and there was one. She complained that she had a headache when it's she was watching true. TV. It's true. She was um, an extra with one line. She got yeah. paid a little bit more that day. Yeah. Like, no, it, it is. I would say most of this movie is is watching Rod, Rodney. Like, but the, the lack of subtlety, it gets really fun. Like, it, 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 I mean, it's, it just, it gets fun. Like, this beginning part's really slow. It's like him discovering this conspiracy. And it's supposed to make you think that the guy cutting in the signal is kind of like the villains of this oh but they're the truth yeah yeah they're the heroes they're, right. they live so they're, they're watching rod rodney run around the uh, uh, tent city and people are terrified by this helicopter as some some other guy is like kind of being like oh no like those people who are trying to spill the truth are idiots and, and they're looting no, that's other stuff. Oh, they weren't looting. No, that's that's their own stuff. They're they're oh, running. Oh no, I'm not following. Again, this is the worst way to watch any movie. Yeah, shh, I'm watching a movie. <laughs> shh, come on. I know they're just talking about stuff that has nothing to do with the movie or silent gapes <laughs> of us trying to pay attention. There's really. I I'd be amazed if anyone listens to this podcast. I think we're gonna get thirty. Thirty. That's 
even too high? I think we'll get 30. I think we'll get 10. I feel like... There's a reason you haven't watched this movie. I feel like because I didn't date in high school, I missed out on this movie because I feel like a boy trying to impress a girl would show this to her in high school. It'd be like, so Maybe. really good movie. We I feel, like, I feel like even like... The fact I was in this movie, I was a little young for it as well. Like and it, high school is too young for this. No, no, you know, no. High school is about the the right age, but it's high school in the '90s, not high school in the 2000s. Okay. Like the like the fact like it's this movie be too old for someone our age in high school to be like impressing a girl with. Yeah, well, I went to high school. No, I didn't go to high school in the '90s. What am I saying? You're in the 2000s. <laughs> yeah, in the 2000s, the mid yeah. 2000s, seven jeans were all the rage. <laughs> Juicy couture tracksuits. That's when I went to high school. Yeah. So the, the old man from TV is being is running from the cops. The old man who cuts into the TV is running from yeah, the cops. Yeah, yeah, I see this. What are they going to do? Why does the truth give them headaches? Oh, I want to know. Well, it's because if I just started telling you that, like... No, no, don't tell me. Don't tell me. No, this, is, this isn't about the... This is just, like, the metaphor, I guess. Oh, no. If I... Think about, all, think about me as Gutterson's half-drunk yelling about God. yelling about like oh yeah we can stop using straws doesn't really fucking matter because the chemical production please and blah, blah, blah. alex <laughs> it's yeah exactly you're already out i get it yeah it gives them that, a headache it's like just that. annoying but uh, it's not that i'm necessarily wrong it's just like fucking annoying because i'm telling you oh it doesn't matter you live your life it's this whole system i know but you can vote by buying things not really that's what food inc told me no Every time you grocery shop that's a vote Here's the problem: is like the v- <laughs> you can grocery sh- you can grocery shop all you want, but like often the healthy to. often the healthy option or the ethical option is owned by the same companies, or some comfort structures like owned by Nestle. What if I Nestle. kill um, and then even rabbit if you, in my backyard and eat it? I mean, sure, if you want to go full the other end, like <laughs> you know what I mean. I couldn't. The other day I killed a bug that was a little bit too big and it made me feel sad. <laughs> and terrified. You were a woman on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> You're Life really is hard for me these days, guys. <laughs> uh so so the, the the cops and the 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 government quote unquote is destroying just bulldozing the tent city. But they need to live there. Well, the idea being is that like even though say like one person of a group does something? Uh, okay. They'll punish the whole group. I mean, what what is this Giuliani's New York circa 1997? I mean, kinda. It's a deep cut. <laughs> deep cut. <laughs> Complaining Stay for that. One of my favorite recurring bits that I do that no one laughs at <laughs> is uh, complaining that something was better before Giuliani cleaned <laughs> it up. <laughs> I like that. I talk about Giuliani all the time in regards to New York. Because I, I, I talk about it in regards to anything. Well, now he's a full maniac. I haven't been following well, he's what he's doing with person. Trump. I really, really appreciate. Um, I really appreciate Kate McKinnon's impression of him, where she does a weird claw. Yeah, yeah. It's her finest work. <laughs> but because I went to New York for the first time when I was like fourteen, and I, I was under the impression that New York was like kind of like a grimy, like real city. Yeah, yeah. And it was like Disney World. Yeah. Especially even the 2000s, it was even more like Disney World. It was really fun. We couldn't find... The streets were spotless, and we could never find a garbage can. Like, if we bought, like, a drink or something, we were constantly, like, searching for garbage cans. Really? Yeah, but the streets were spotless. Man. Yeah, because I remember, like, I went there, like, a little later 2000s, so a little little outside of Giuliani's, like, true New York. Yeah. But, um, uh, like, even between that and, like, I was there, like, a few weeks ago, uh... It's so different, but like, I, but yeah. I, you, you know, you know, it was, you know, it's 
the other way is also like Brooklyn now. Also, Roddy Piper. Did yeah. I say it right? Close enough. Rowdy Roddy? R- R- Rowdy Roddy is his like his stage, stage name. name okay. yeah. Hasn't said anything yet. He said like maybe three lines total. Okay. I didn't know because I wasn't a big wrestling fan. So I watched this movie a bunch. And then it wasn't until I was older I realized he was a wrestler. <laughs> I thought he was like a real actor. He's like, a good actor. Yeah. Because doing this kind of work is hard. This is, this is like the shit I'm bad at. Like, yeah, if you want me to talk for hours, sure. If you want me to, like, look scared and pull someone through a house, it's like, it's do it like a human does. Like, what really, are you doing? For me, very unrewarding work, this kind of acting. Yeah, yeah. But maybe these are some people that can speak with their bodies, not their voices. <laughs> we should do movement classes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have a friend that does something called ecstatic movement. Cool. She goes and they just dance but in like the theater movement style and i think Dear lord yeah <laughs> why it brings her such joy but i can't imagine something i'd rather i'd kill myself yeah yeah and she meets people there like she went on dates with some guys and it's like wow wow I, up. I mean where are you gonna pull pull i mean live your life like no judgment but like like if i went to comic book, if i went so to comic book stores all the time i was pulling like it's like that's funny that's true She's okay. very pretty. She looks like Zoe Deschanel. That's probably why. I yeah, she, she, she could go pretty. anywhere. She literally can go. Anywhere. She's the type of person when I walk down the street, I see guys be like, "What?" <laughs> Just it's, people rubbernecking. It's very. A thing funny. that I think about all the time is like I haven't seen it in ages, but it was a big thing in a, for a while. Like even just in serious stuff of a guy seeing a hot woman and then biting their fist. Oh yeah, I'm like, that's I've actually never really funny. You never felt that. I've never, I've never in any circumstance thought inadvertently bit my fist i've never been oh wait that's very italian to bite your hand oh that is very italian but when i see a hot guy i don't do i get silent i just stop and i go oh yeah you go you go like straight up non-verbal and i look and you, I go, you, you see also, that guy you also don't hide it at all no i, I need them to know and you know and, and you never and it made it sound like you wait till they're out of your shot and you do not wait till they're out of your shot to no. say did you see that guy it's a compliment <laughs> you <laughs> if you were a man, you'd be disgusting. No. Well, maybe, actually. Yeah, if I was a guy, I'd actually be disgusting. Because <laughs> I'm horned up, and I don't even have that much testosterone in me. I'm pretty yeah. sure I have too little, and that's why I'm so weak. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, if I had testosterone in me, be careful. I think I'd be the gayest gay man, though, if I was a man. Oh, you would be flamboyant. Yeah. I you know. get bullied so hard. But then I'd make up for how much sex I'd have in my 20s, <laughs> which is kind of how my trajectory of my life. Yeah, so it's the same same thing <laughs> in different parts. I didn't parts. get bullied, though. I got ignored. And I showed them by having sex with them. <laughs> John Carpenter sounds like a fake name. Do you think it's a fake I think name? It's a, I think it's a stage name. I think, you know, it's probably John Carpenter and then, you know... Please, John Carpenterberg. Anti-Semitism into that's my anti-Semitism. That's a real thing. Podcast. <laughs> it's a very common thing. Yeah, John Stewart's name is like John Lebowitz or something. Yeah, yeah. It's a bummer. Actually, I believe Carpenter was one of the original tribes. Tribes. <laughs> you know the Jewish tribes that are. Oh, tribes! I heard triumphs. I was like, like the insult comic dog. Yeah. <laughs> so the box is full of sunglasses. This is important. Yes, it's it's kind of like the scent. Like this is where the movie kind of starts, I guess. Wow. I mean, you needed all the other stuff, but this is where it's like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think it's also like a difference of my style of movie to John Carpenter style movies. He wants to set up a world and then start your movie. I'm like, just start me in the fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, do you think that all of this could have been done with maybe two shots? I think so. Yeah, but, but I, I haven't like, seen the whole movie yet. So I, I, think, I, I think it's I think it's 
thematically very important and it really sets up not like his character you know but like what? who he like that this guy's the hero and that he's learning as he goes and he goes from like uh especially, especially the greater points trying to make about like the, what is the working class and that just because you work you're not working class and 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 if you're doing stuff you're doing stuff for a power structure kind of thing so the sunglasses make things black and white he's like what's happening oh see i think we just come from a generation of like we need things to move fast I watched the D- Mr. Rogers documentary. So he sees Obey. That's the Oh, classic. he sees. And then he looks. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's not subtle at all. I told you. it's. It, but like this, like just advertising saying Obey or consume is like, I love it. Like, that's, yeah, it's, that's it's, pretty cool. This this seems right up your alley. Yeah. Alex. Yeah. And, and it's like, again, there's no fucking subtle. Oh, no. What's it going to say? Come to the Caribbean. What's it going to say instead? It's there, it again, there's no subtlety to it. It's Put just it big words. Sex. Oh, marry and reproduce. reproduce. I was close. Marry yeah. and reproduce. Yeah. But why wouldn't we want to marry and reproduce? I mean, is your life defined by marriage? Is your life no. defined by... But biologically, isn't it? Not Don't really. we need to reproduce? Isn't that something that as animals we have to do? I mean, there's 7 billion of us. We could send to not have as many. Oh, no. Here we go. Alex I said we need a new calling. A I don't think I'm going to have a kid either, though. Well, what does that say? Men's apparel. No independent apparel. thought. Yeah. Uh, Cons you. <laughs> this yeah. is so stupid. I know. I know. It's fun. Like, as I mean, like, in j- like, if you take it seriously, you're going to fucking hate this. Because there's no metaphor. There's no subtlety to it. Watch TV. Submit. Consume. Yeah. Uh... That you're gonna come up here is something I've seen in a hundred punk posters. Oh, bye. No, this is all the magazines have different bullshit on the front. Oh, that's kind of cool. And then, uh, uh, where is it? Come on. No thought. You'll see. Uh, so, someone be holding like some dollar bills and they put stay asleep. On. No thought. I could stay asleep. Submit. I mean, you'd love to stay asleep. I would love to stay asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Do not question authority. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> Watch TV, no imagination. Do not question authority is what you like. Listen, <laughs> as someone who has leadership positions, <laughs> I would prefer it if people could respect authority a little bit. <laughs> like some inherent respect so then here. would be useful. So that's what the ghouls. But is everyone a ghoul? No, just certain people. Why is he a ghoul? So I'm going to suppose in the movie for you. No, don't. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean, I'm invested now. You're, you're invested now, yeah. Oh, yeah. It took way too long to get to this part. Yes. This is kind of like what the movie's about is this. So that guy's not a ghoul. That guy's a ghoul. Also, yeah. I've seen this before. Yeah, it's that's what I said. I've, you know what this is. Yeah. And then, I've seen that face. Yeah. That's like very common. Especially it's like related to politics a lot. Uh, of people like make politicians have that is, face. Is, is Carpenter alive still? I think so. If he, if he either... Now, is he a ghoul because he's a man who loves capitalism and he's rich and he's white? In the metaphor, yes. In the narrative structure of the movie, not necessarily. Okay. And then, so this is the... No, look at the money. This is your your god. God. That's on like a hundred different punk posters. Oh, wow. It's just money that says this is your god. Listen, they're not wrong. I think about money more than anything else in my life. And I I wish I didn't. That's the point of this, is that you don't have to, but you're told that you are and that you survive and not live in the fucking tent town. You gotta worship money. It's true. It's all made up. It's just like time. It's just a constant. It's nothing. Uh, also, to show some level of of uh, fucking uh, 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 anachronism in this, is that uh, satellite dishes are the scary part of it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So there's a ghoul getting her nails done. But not every woman's a not ghoul. Not everyone. That woman's a ghoul. 
Oh, yeah. I like the way the ghoul listens. Yeah, sure. Go on. Mm. Uh, you'll find out what the ghouls are, but one thing I want to point out is that there's no ghouls of color. That every single ghoul is a white person. Okay. Which is something I didn't notice until I watched the movie a few times. And look at that maid staring off into space. She no ghoul. She no ghoul. She doesn't bring a full maid's outfit in daylight. That's mm. weird. Outside of the house. Speaking of ghouls, did you see that blogger? I think she's Middle Eastern. Who says that she doesn't like that servants now have the right to have their own uh, passports? Did you see this woman? What? Okay, so in certain countries, mm, I'm going to be wrong about what country it is, but in certain countries in the Middle East, like Dubai and stuff like that, oh, yeah. if you have servants in your house, you're allowed to keep their passports so they can't leave when they want. Oh, uh, Qatar they, is the big one. Yeah. yeah. Kuwait, Kuwait. Kuwait, sorry, yeah. Kuwait. Uh, that's where they're talking about. And this really famous beauty blogger went on saying that she finds it ludicrous that they passed a law where servants are now allowed to keep their passports. That means they're just going to leave whenever. Yeah, so so like Kuwait passed that law and then Qatar is the big one because they had the, uh, was it World Cup or something? No, World Cup. Um, Euro Cup? Some yeah, Euro Cup. Something someone's going to do the big tournament in Qatar. And in it, Qatar it, and it was insane. It was insane. So hot. So hot. And then also it's all built by effectively slaves because all those people who don't, who the servants who don't have their, their passports taken away, they don't want to be servants. Like right. they're like. Right. Right, yeah, and they do things like people go like I heard a story about a guy who went to build like for six months, let's say, to like make a bunch of money, yeah. and then they took his passport and he couldn't leave. Yeah. So it's like he was willing to do the job for a little bit, and then they wouldn't let it. But th in the Philippines, they passed some law that said you're not allowed to do this anymore with yeah. migrant workers. And this girl went on; she's a full ghoul. Yeah. She went on saying like this is outrageous. Yeah. How could she? <sighs> this movie's for her. Yeah. I think uh, I'll use the term like this person's a ghoul and, a, and often what I'm referring to is that they don't respect other humans as humans. Oh, no. Sometimes I call people ghouls just by how they look. I'm like, you fucking ghoul. Well, also, do the ghouls know that they're ghouls? Yes. Uh, She's just talking to her watch. I got one that can see. And then there's other. Oh, that's so scary. Right. Can he see that they're talking into yeah. their thing? Yeah. Even without the sunglasses? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's like the people looking into their wrist kind of thing. And they can see the ghouls are starting to watch them. This is cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> it took way too oh, long. Oh, I to know. Get here. Yeah, that's again, like I said, like it's one of the the first half hour of this movie is one of the things that kind of stops us from watching it. But I do like, the thing about it now is like a lot of John Carpenter movies have a long lead up to it, and it probably is what helps me buy into it a little bit. I think it's just become from a generation where we don't. Like, it's important for us to understand the things that go slow, you know? We don't need everything to move so fast yeah, all yeah. the time. Like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> I watched that documentary, and yeah. there's a part where he teaches kids. In one episode, he goes, this is how long a minute is. And put a stopwatch, and they sat for a minute and didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that patience today. <laughs> I think that's important to do that to kids when they're little so that it builds an internal clock in them. Yeah, because I'm always too fast, and then it also calms kids down. Because when your parents are like, "I'll be 15 minutes," and you're four years old, you're like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> <laughs> you lose your mind. So, like by the, by the end of this, it gets to be like a full, not really action movie, but like, like it's very, the pace is very fast. I mean, I can go for a faster pace. I yeah. don't love action movies. We're gonna watch Mamma Mia next week. <laughs> <laughs>
I feel like there's something better than Mamma Mia, though, because I wouldn't call Mamma Mia like a seminal film that you have to see. I mean, we, 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 don't, have, we don't have to do seminal films. Oh, I thought see. that it was movies that like you haven't seen that, I, that it's ridiculous that you haven't. I mean, we do that, too. I, I don't think it's ridiculous that you haven't seen Mamma Mia. It's a truly terrible movie, but I yeah. would not mind watching it and talking during it. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, like Titanic, I believe like that y- it's a part of like film education. It yeah, changed. It, you are right. It changed how things were made. This movie clearly has inspired generations. Oh yeah. This movie's like again. That was between this and Starship but Troopers. Then again, and, like, we Starship don't Troopers know. is like a nearly a ten year difference. But like I think they're doing similar things uh, with it. Okay. Of that, it's like it's it's fun, but not a comedy. Yeah, and I the hear metaphors. it is a comedy though. Starship Troopers. Yeah, I think it's very funny. I hear it's very sexy. Yeah, there's a whole naked shower scene that yeah. awoken something in me as a teenager. I wish we were watching Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a famous line. That's I'm here. Wait, this is where this line comes yeah, from? Yeah, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And, and I'm all out of bubble gum. gum? Yeah. That, it comes from this movie. Yep. <gasps> Mama, yeah. what? A guy yeah. just disappeared. It teleports away. I'm loving watching you <laughs> get pulled into. <laughs> I just can't believe that that's where all of these like cliche lines come. Yeah, these are inspired things. Yeah. that we take for granted. I uh, that that's something that I also like. Again, we're talking through it, but I think one thing that even though yes, the beginning is slow and blah, blah blah, it is like I feel like the whole movie is kind of brimming with ideas. But what does this mean to write a line like "I'm all out of bubble gum"? Like it's I think I think it's I think it's trying to play on the like the the B movie like one liner. So thing. it's inspired by something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's all I need to know. I just want to know what the source is. It's like whenever I find things so like original, I'm always like, but uh, what are they inspired by? I think it. Yeah, look. It, he's it, not it, a ghoul. He's not a ghoul. He's not a ghoul. He's just a cop, and the cop will put it down, but the ghoul wouldn't drop it. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah. So the greater metaphor for this to me is like, I mean, this is also a little more like personal shit. But like the ghouls are like would be either class traders or like one percent or whatever you want to view it through like a more Marxist lens. Okay. Of um, so you'll see like even though there's like a, a later on it, it gets a little more apparent, but like there'll be regular people hanging out with ghouls, but the ghoul still has the power and the ghoul still has when the other person's trying to sell something to the ghoul. The other person's trying to get something from the ghoul. Oh, trying the ghoul to get to, the ghoul's not trying to sell something to the person? No. Well, the, the, the ghoul's trying to sell complacency to everyone at once. What? She uh, a ghoul? Let's make Foster. Yep. Yeah. Because it would be Canadian. weird if this movie had no female characters. She's Canadian. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, is it weird that this movie has no female characters? Of course not. I mean, it, I mean, she she sticks around for a while. Do they kiss? <laughs> I don't remember. It's not important if they do. I was going to say. Did you ever <laughs> see that movie, um, Live, Die, Repeat, or whatever? I forget what the actual name oh, is. Oh. Uh, uh, With Emily t- Blunt and Tom tomorrow. Cruise? Tomorrow. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, I did. It's better at than the I end, thought it was going to oh be. Oh, yeah. It's a bomb movie. It's really cool. Yeah. But at the end, when the two of them kiss, I go, for why? These had no, they had no chemistry. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't need, no one needed that. And it just was weird. I always think about that so much. It's like, because I feel like. I mean, like we we both write, and you you get notes or whatever back, and it's always like, well, I feel like it needs like a love, or I feel, or I feel like there's like it's almost like stock that there should be a romance or something in there. A relationship is necessary to make it interesting, but they had a friendship. Yeah, I think I think a friendship is just as I think if it's a budding of a friendship, I think that's not as, but like a similar kind of emotional resonance as the budding of a. That's Thirty Rock. That's Alec Baldwin and Liz Liz Lemon. 
it's we need more things like that to yeah. teach men that not everything is a relationship. Yeah, and I I, I think it on it does more harm than good to a movie to just force romantic stuff. But even even like I'll, there's a lot of movies I'll enjoy that don't have that in there. But like obviously your scope of your movie has to be different if it's more about one person. I I'm guess. trying to think. Like Apocalypse Now, great movie. But Apocalypse Now, yeah, I, I mean, that's it does a pretty not have a relationship in it like no. that. The details of John Carpenter world are always very fun. Yeah. Uh, like, look at this apartment. This apartment is the most like '80s fucking apartment, but it's painting a picture of like an upper middle class. She worked for this. She's a working woman apartment, you know. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. <laughs> I but don't know what happened in the 80s, but I wonder if we'll look back at our stuff now and be like, oh. I mean, we don't own things. Like the oh, yeah. I mean, I don't own anything. The millenni- it's just like a bed on fucking cinder blocks with no, a I- MacBook is like the millennial look. <laughs> I like her lip. Her, her lipstick is good, but it doesn't match her makeup. It's like one or the other. Am I right, ladies? I I, I know too much about this fucking movie. Uh, like that was a choice. That a look? That's a they, they, want, they wanted it to look like she is putting on makeshift makeup that doesn't that clashes with her. Oh, really? Yeah. Because and I caught it. Yeah, because it's uh, I, I didn't even think about that until you well, I didn't remember that until you brought it up, but it's like cuz it is she is trying to present herself as part of this upper world, but it's her oh. changing her image, changing herself to be a part of it. She's trying to be a ghoul. Yeah. But she no ghoul. She no ghoul. Why doesn't she put on the sunglasses so that she understands? Cuz from her perspective it's some crazy guy. It's slow again. I want to see the ghoul part, please. <laughs> that is, I, I like again. I love this movie, but that is a part of it. And there's going to be a like seven minute fight scene coming up with just him and Keith D- Keith David punch each other. Oh, neither of them are ghouls. It's trying to. Con- it's that you can never convince anyone of anything, no matter how hard you try. But if you were a ghoul, you know you're a ghoul. Are you born as a ghoul? Yeah. It's like they they're. They're aliens is kind of what you figure out. Oh, they're aliens. I'm sorry, what just happened? She just threw him out the window? Yeah. How? She hit up hit him over the head with the glass bottle because she and was making him, him a drink. And then pushed him and he went out the window. Good for her. I mean, even if she's, she's not a ghoul, she looks like a straight up ghoul. Yeah, and then she's talking on the phone with a ghoul. She got them ghoul eyes. Yeah, so in the movie that my uncle was in with her, she yeah. played a person could you tell yeah she's perfect for it those eyes are bonkers now you, point you know his out. eyes like that jocelyn getty they're, she does they're beautiful have you ever seen jocelyn getty high because no, those we shouldn't talk about this on the podcast those eyes get <laughs> so bloodshot red yeah her eyes are red right now yeah they're like um they're like uh like without pigment or something they're so beautiful they, yeah. they're literally like pools of water does he have his sunny G's? No, he left them there in the No, apartment. he needs them to know who's a ghoul. Yeah. But you'll see. You'll see. Now, is ghoul the word that you use or do they use the word? Uh, online, it's ghoul as well. Oh, okay. Because uh, ghoul's a great word. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I think I think it's just to like distinguish them from like zombie or monster. Whenever or anyone looks funny in a picture, I always write, you fucking ghoul. Because <laughs> <laughs> of this movie. It's pretty good, though. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think the rest of the movie fluctuates between, like, slowness and speed. But even now when it's slow, it's kind of like you see how injured he is. I was going to say, can we talk about the fact that he fell out of a two-story house on top of a hill and is okay? I mean, he's clearly injured, like a whole... Like, he's limping, sure, but how do you not pass out? 
He's in every man. I've been uh, rewatching. Uh, he's in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching The Simpsons. I bought a season. Oh yeah. I bought season nine, which is a pretty good season. Nine's the one you bought. Yeah, I really, really wanted to watch the episode where where Bart and Lisa go to military school. Oh yeah. Because for one. some reason, there's that part where Homer throws rocks at the kids, and then the guy goes, "They're just children, Mr. Simpson," <laughs> <laughs> which I really wanted to watch. Uh, and oh fuck, I forgot why I'm talking about the Simpsons. Uh, getting oh, injured. Oh, Homer limping. gets hurt so much all the time. It's yeah, yeah. Obscene. It would warp a child. Uh. Is that the one where he gets hit in the back of the head with a chair by Bart? No. Oh, yeah, 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 it is. Because yeah. it's it's Milhouse's uh, divorce happens in that season. Right, it's, yes, it's yes. It's some quality episodes. It's Frank Grimes season two. Oh, that's nine? Yeah. Oh, nine man. is, like, pretty inspired. I, I remember, I love five, if I recall correctly. You like five? I think I like seven. Seven is the one where we learn about Troy McClure's fish thing, and I really oh, like that. I love, I love that. Season nine has... Agnes Skinner pretty prominently featured. Oh, yeah. And one episode starts with them at a pancake house. And the very first line of the episode is Agnes S- Skinner going, I hear the pancakes in here stink. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the opening line to the episode. This is something I've been talking about more recently of like there should be in the U.S. There should be strikes. There should be like lots of like collective action. But we don't have health care. We don't have guaranteed wages when you can be fired for not showing up to work. It's hard to convince people to fucking strike. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of like what this is of like they want to. Uh, so he's trying to find the uh, sunglasses he hid in the garbage can and sees the garbage truck. No. He needs them to see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like the world is still the world. Just because he's seen this doesn't mean anything's changed. You know, it's, it's, the point being is that the world was always this and that you saw it now. So you see the full Tent city scope. though. <gasps> I don't know why that scared me. I thought he was going to get crushed. <laughs> he just opened the garbage <laughs> um, compactor thing. This is a pretty cool garbage thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen one that looked like this. I feel like it's like the 80s before they had a lot of like compacting and, and whatnot. And believe me, <laughs> I've I love 80s garbage. A lot of garbage. I love 80s garbage because a lot of it is just shredded papers. It's very clean. <gasps> oh, is he going to get compacted? They're dumping them. Oh, uh, that was great. Oh, no. Being dumped is way better than being compacted, though. I think this is before a lot of the compacting stuff. That's way better than Oh yeah. what I thought was going to happen. Also, why are they just dumping it in an alleyway? Here we go. Oh, that was a crazy punch. Yeah, th- this fight is very fun. That was so sharp, like a dance move. Does he choreograph the fights, John Carpenter? Uh, I know. Like, his fight... Actually, one thing, now you point this out, I don't think it's connection, but most of those movies have fights that are very physical and not, they don't look like, you know, like how you see a fight in a movie where it's very cinemato- like cinematographic or, or like whatever. Like slow motion, like in Good Will Hunting? Yeah, yeah it, it's like, it, like they look like how people fight, I guess. Huh. And also it's like. This guy's winding up his hands. No, guys. I guess it would be easy for Roddy. Yeah. He's a professional fighter. Yeah. I feel like, the, like honestly, like, uh. Like this scene goes on for a while, and you see them get tired and have trouble fighting each other because they're Never just like seen that. hurt so much. And I do think like part of it, part of the reason they hired Roddy is, uh, uh, for that. And also the takes are really long. It looks like a really fun fight, like a dance. The way yeah, yeah. I was like, bah, bah. this looks fun. Like I the, did stage combat in theater school, and you know what? I was really bad at it. I think of. I, I have so much fun in stage combat. I feel like like a fight like this is something that 
I would see on stage, you know, like if you really have like a fight on stage, it does look while. like a stage fight. It doesn't look like a movie fight. Yeah, which is I think it's so cool because they're not doing stuff with the camera. No, I knew he was gonna do that. Yeah. he like helped him up and then he smashed him. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, so there. Do you know who no. who Zizak is, the philosopher? No. So he did this movie Oof. where it's like a, per- a pervert's guide to ideology, a pervert's guide to filmology. Pervert. Uh, it's it's a whole. Th- it's like. He's, he was kind of like the populist philosopher of like late 2000s and uh a lot of the stuff i do agree with of like a lot of it's like he gets a, it gets a little bit too accelerationist but a lot of it's like oh you're controlled by corporations <gasps> and ideology no. more than you're controlled by politics okay and so he one of his movies he starts where he like cgi's himself into this fight scene oh that's funny and just him explaining that this fight scene means you can never truly convince anyone of anyone of anything oh so it's him trying to get him to put on the glasses the glasses of course representing like the truth of society and he just keeps refusing and all they do is just tire themselves out trying to convince another person so they can't convince them interesting you know but you know what we know that torture doesn't work yeah. You can convince people of stuff. You just can't torture them to get it out. Yeah. But it, it, it's it's more of like this idea of like, there is no objective truth. There is only what you hold as truth. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. He's sort of biting his hand. Yeah, they know. What do they want out of this fight? To die? He just wants them to put on the sunglasses and see the truth. I know that he wants to put on the sunglasses, and that guy just wants to, to stop. Leave him alone. He's like, I got a family. <gasps> He's digging into his eyes right now. Yeah, and then also you just get heated in a fight. Is that what happens? You get berserk. You ever been in a fight? No. Really? I thought maybe one. No, I've never been in a fight. I would die. I feel like you could. I feel like you could fight. I'd I feel be like, scrappy. I think you're scrappy. You're scrappy. I'd scratch for sure. You scratch for sure, 100. percent I'd bite and scratch, and I'd like go straight for eyes and, and balls. <laughs> you go full animal. Go for the soft bits. <laughs> I think about that sometimes when I'm scared walking home, and I go, well, "Don't be scared. You could beat the shit out of somebody." <laughs> I lift, sure. Yeah, but look how long this fight scene is. We're still doing it. It's a really slow fight scene, which makes me feel like this is what it would be like to be in a fight. I love this. If uh, you kind of missed it, is, is he, 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 he picked up the bottle, smashed it to like use it as a knife, yeah. and he just broke the whole bottle and went fuck. You think that was a? I bet you that was an outtake. I bet. Sh- I, sh- yeah. I have no idea. Probably. Because he laughed. It yeah, was funny. Yeah. This looks like a very fun fight to have yeah. done as that. Oh, that's a classic stage thing. The oh, stepping th- on the foot. Oh, yeah. That's very. Yeah. This is great. See, I like quick movies. This is why I don't like modern action movies. I don't like action movies in general. But see, what I like about this is that it's very. It's, it's hand-to-hand. I can see their faces. I can see stuff going on. When things move too fast and they're too cartoon-like, it's like, yeah. what's the point? <laughs> I love just the exhausted fuck you. And he still gives him his sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. you never see a fight scene end with people being so tired. Yeah. You I think about that all the time. I'm like Hurt with their hands. I'm like, I, if I run a bit, I'm exhausted. <laughs> well, you got to do something about that. <laughs> you're what, a 27 year old man yeah yeah I'm, I'm just i'm just i'm just slowly like curving into like lazy boy all the time i will say this yeah. i'll work out for like months at a time and then i'll take i swear to god two weeks off yeah and you're destroyed and then it's like uh, then it's like all over again but you're still going i do they're still going put uh, the fucking sunglasses on him <laughs> like you have the he's trying to he's so exhausted 
Just put them on him and then yeah. make him open his eyes. I hope I hope this convinces him. Yeah. But after this fight, no matter what you're convincing him of. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be mad at the person for fighting you so much. Yeah. You'd have so much adrenaline inside. Yeah, I think that's even like kind of a part of it for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Kind of like What's that? A flying saucer. Oh, because they're aliens. Yeah. But I don't think it's ever explicitly said that there are aliens from another world, but like, it just has all the iconography, I, I guess. I guess the question is, why though? Why aliens? Yeah, like why from another world? Um, I don't know. I, I think it's just it's just to, I, I truly think it's just like to use this metaphor as a way to get everyone on board. If it's like other evil people, then I feel like you just start <sighs> rationalizing There's the people because you're human. The idea being like, you can rationalize another human's behavior. I guess so. I just mean like, what's the, what's the, I don't know. What's the beauty in it being an external force? Shouldn't it have been inside of us all along? Um, I think it's also just, uh, the, uh, the genre it's playing on is like the, the like fifties B movie. Hey, you think this guy's a ghoul? I'm going to say no. I mean, they wouldn't talk to him like this if he was. Uh, okay. Now, first things first, they're in so much pain from the fight. This yeah. is friggin' hilarious. Yeah, yeah, they're so slow, and they're just wearing sunglasses that hurt them. It's very As funny. they, like, saunter to a hotel room. It's very funny. Keith David's limping. It just makes me happy. Hallow ha Halloween is the other one I'm thinking of that's very slow to start, but eventually picks Halloween up. Halloween is the one with Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah. I've never seen that. I never watched any horror movies because I was a scared kid because I saw a snippet of The Exorcist when I was four. I feel like you'd love The Exorcist. <sighs> I don't know. Religious scariness is very scary to me. So Italian. Yeah, because so MGM, I think, was, was celebrating its like something like 75th anniversary when I was a kid. And so The Exorcist was MGM and I they did an, a compilation before a movie that I had on VCR that I was watching and it was just The Exorcist girl sitting on a bed spinning her head throwing up. Yeah. And that I ki I kid you not scared me for 3 years. Just like I couldn't fall asleep. It's I before like do, a I Bugs Bunny cartoon yeah, VHS. Like it really was before like a kid's film. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it was just a clip. It was like a montage. Yeah. And I couldn't do sleepovers. Like I couldn't because the minute I'd close my eyes, I would think about The Exorcist. Oh, man. <laughs> it really got me. So because of that, it set me up to like never want to watch horror movies. That's weird. Only now as an adult, I've started watching horror movies. Do you have a horror movie you like now? I mean, I love The Shining, but oh I oh yeah, I know you love The Shining. It's hard to call The Shining a horror movie. I call that like an art, an auteur or something like that's very, it's very cinematic. Well, the thing is, because the main draw of The Shining to me is Kubrick. Yeah, it's not even the movie or the plot or yeah, even it's the not performances. The plot. It's it's well, Kubrick. Well, Jack Nicholson's pretty. Yeah. Mamma mia! I saw that movie. Like I haven't even seen that many. I, I saw Don't Breathe last year. It was fine. It was like whatever. It got such a good review. Yeah, like, I was surprised how good a review Dobrev got. That was one of the first movies that I ever saw in theaters that was a horror movie that I that was like legitimately scary and didn't scare me that much. So I felt pretty cool after that. That's cool. <laughs> but like, I won't go see what do you call it, The Witch, or I won't see Hereditary. You'd hate The Witch. I hate The Witch not because you'd be afraid because it's so slow. Oh, is it slow? It's so okay. There's like all these like. Now there's all these like uh, indie horror movies, I think they're called, or like post horror or something, oh, where they're more like art movies that are horror movies. 
Like they're like they're they're closer to an art movie than they are even to a horror movie. Right, right, yeah. And yeah. so they're like extremely slow, or like like with the purpose, like they 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 know what they're doing. Right. Um. So like Hereditary kind of fits in that as well, where it's more of like a family drama inside of a horror movie. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, Mina told me that she's like it's really more about this like family going yeah, yeah. through shit. Yeah, and then it's I like, made her explain to me everything that happened in it. Is that the only time that Meg Foster's in the movie? She shows up later, I believe. She's like near the end. Okay, but so what? We find out that we want to consume and that they want to marry and blah blah blah. So what? It's that 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 we're slaves. It's like it's like the idea being like he can't get a job. Oh, okay. He's living in a tent city. It's okay. like we also are struggling and and working and and yeah. Fuck it, you know. Yeah. But we don't have to. There there, there is the. It's the same. It's me drunk at it's me drunk at three in the morning, yelling at your face and being like, "The problem is a distribution problem, it not a, a not a scarcity problem. problem." We have more than enough. Yeah, and it's like that's what they're talking about. Think about all the water we have, and that, that there's not enough clean water. That's crazy. Yeah, it's the problem. It's like you know what? It's just like the Titanic. There was a way for everyone to get off that ship. I mean, they said they didn't have enough. They didn't it. have enough. <laughs> But there was a way they could have doubled up. Yeah, I guess, yeah. We'll never know. Actually, you know what? There wasn't a way. They they fucked up. The Titanic is a bad metaphor for this. <laughs> yeah. You know, your society, the Titanic, the classically sinking <laughs> boat. <laughs> well, you know. Do they always wear their sunny G's? So you can tell who's a ghoul and who's not. This is very funny. They look so funny. These know, sunglasses right? are great, though. I'm, I'm actually quite surprised that they didn't make more of a fashion, like, imp- I think this was, this was eighty eight, so they like the the Ray Ban look. This movie's as old as me. Oh. born in eighty eight. How old is that? Old enough. It's a Kanye line. Yeah, I gave them contacts. Yeah, but where do they get these glasses from? But does that mean that their their world will now be black and white? They'll always see the truth. Oh. I could see the truth, but it could still be in color, though. Well, the idea being, I mean, this is a little more, I guess, John Carpenter, but the idea being that it's always in black and white because there's the good and evil. There's Uh, humanity and non-humanity. Oh, yeah. Is this dude dead? Uh, No, I'm not sure. I think, I don't think you see him him again. It's been, again, it's been a year since I watched it, and it's also a movie I've seen a bunch, so I just, sometimes I watch it and just, like, watch half, and, you know. I I feel like he's, I feel like he's, just a, a, a view or whatever. I kind of wish that for the rest of the movie they were wearing those sunglasses because it made them look like Weekend at Bernie's big time. Oh, yeah. They looked unconscious. I, I actually do think about that. I think part of it is just so you can see their eyes. Like, it's like you think about how much... Acting? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, it sucks. I feel like I did an improv set once where we were Hollywood and we had our sunglasses on the entire time and it was a terrible set and it was because we couldn't see each other's eyes. Yeah, I do think that's a part of it. It was, and so it I, was a problem, yeah. And so that's, I, I, I feel like probably the intention was to always have the uh, sunglasses on. But then as we were in the movie, we're like, okay, uh, we'll take them off and contact the beer solution. And <laughs> but if everyone sees the truth, does that mean the world officially exists in black and white? No, it's that it's just in color. You'll see. Okay. You're really hung up on the black and whiteness. I'm just really on board with this. You're done with it? You're already out? I they had me, and now it's slow again. It's like I understand what's happening. Get to it. Yeah, it is. 
I, I think about this a lot of like people are like hey, you know this show don't tell I'm like yeah I agree with that a lot but uh, you know sometimes one sentence can really solve you for 20 minutes oh yeah this is telling and showing that is that's definitely true <gasps> whoa this movie's all over the place <laughs> oh no the police find them <laughs> See now, like they should all just be dead already. It's amazing that they even. <gasps> that guy took so long to draw his gun. I know. Like, but of course, oh, so many people are dying. Ooh, it looked like the gun got him in the face. Oh no, Roddy, Rowdy. I mean, you're like you fluctuate wildly on this movie. <laughs> You either like way out or way in. <laughs> I can't. You have no middle ground. I Just can't. throws a grenade. <laughs> I've been told that by my therapist. She, I was like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to stop doing everything. She's like, no, no. <laughs> you can do in between. You don't have to overwork or underwork. I was like, I don't like you or what you talk about. It's silly. Like I, I, I don't know how to explain the, like it's the cops blow up in a wall and start opening fire into a group of people. But they're not cops. They're probably ghouls. They're the ghouls, but like. It is, like, it's even shot kind of silly. Like, it's even... Yeah, yeah. Like, it's very, like, I feel like there were better technology than what's happening in this movie. Yes. Like, this is the year of Terminator, no? Like, yes. Alien. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alien's, like, 1980. Like, that shit looked great. Yeah. Like, the reason that they're... But the, the reason they're doing it is, like... I don't know, it, it's trying to play the reference of, like, the, the day the Earth stood still, or, like, one of those, uh, and trying to make a modern version. What do you call it? What's that, like, the worst movie, Planet Nine or something? Not Outer really Planet Nine, but, like, more like the... More like the fi- I guess I guess to a degree, Planet Nine. Like, it's from the same era of just being, like... There's a lot... A lot of those old 50s movies, even, like, Twilight Zone or whatever, had some greater political point, but was dismissed as, uh, uh, like, schlock. Uh, okay. And so we're trying to make a modern version of that. I like that when their guns shoot, it looks like diamonds. <laughs> yeah. Shine bright like a diamond. I'm going to be the soundtrack for this movie. That's another thing. Zero music in this movie. There's lots of music, actually. Okay, we're just talking over it. In fact, John Carpenter made all the music for it. Oh, did he? Yeah, for most of the movies, he makes the music. And he's like kind of a. John Carpenter is actually kind of a pioneer in like synth based music. Good job, John Carpenter. Like right now, he doesn't direct. All he does is tour around and play music shows. Does he really? Yeah. You know who, whose career that could be, too, is Clint Eastwood. He writes the soundtracks for his movies. Really? Yeah, he did Mystic River and, uh, what's that one, Gran Torino? So does uh, David Lynch. Really? Yeah. Gran Torino. Man, Gran Torino was a turd. <laughs> I never saw that. I refused. It looked so unpleasant. It's real rough. It I saw Mystic River, and I think that might be the only Clint Eastwood movie. Because I feel like I have to be talked into seeing Clint Eastwood movies. Because at first I'm like... I don't want to see that. And then I'll see it. I'll be like, you know what? That was very good. This was a good, good director. Okay, so they they found one of the watches that they was talking to uh, and used it to open up a hole into the, like, uh, ghoul compound. So they can hear the ghouls. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're trying to just kill the ghouls. Clint Eastwood is. Clint Eastwood's good. Here's the thing. My dad He's a loved, full psychopath. My dad loved Clint Eastwood because he loved the old westerns, right? Yeah. And then watching Clint Eastwood go insane, and then love like, his like early directing stuff. Then watching Clint Eastwood go insane hurts my dad in a way. He, yeah, he's 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 senile for Even sure. Even if you like agree with say his political points, he's insane. Like, did you see that Republican National Convention when he, Where he talks to the, to the chair? chair? Yeah, it's insane. I just remember watching that live, being like, I am pretty sure he had to improvise something 
because something about like a speaker was supposed to come or like that was an improvised moment. I I that's a that's a pretty uh, uh, benefit of the doubt way to look at it, but I do think it's like as an improviser. I I I I I don't I don't know. I just feel like he's done other things that are just insane. Yeah, he's a cuckoo bird. Yeah. He's not right. He probably hates women probably. and minorities. I mean, the whole plot of Gran Torino is he's a guy who says the word gook, but is still a nice dude. It's are uh, they all goons? No, most of them are. So it, 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 we kind of talked over it, but it's like uh, he's saying that like there's an alliance between right people and ghouls. Yeah. But how if the people don't have the sunglasses, how do they know? No, they're probably just rich people. Also, oh. if you look, uh, every single person's white. Yeah. I mean, that's not so shocking for movies in general, unfortunately. Though. I know. Uh, I was, uh, the Resistance had like a... Stay watching. The Resistance watching. or the Tenth City had like a breadth of... Oh, uh, for 88, a breadth of people of color. I mean, sure. Keith David is the second lead. It's true. It's actually very nice. Um, But like all... The, every single ghoul is white and every single... And the, the Alliance are also... Almost fully white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the uh, guy who ran, one of the guys who ran the resistance was in on it the whole time. Even being a rebel is sold to you from the ghouls. That's a real bummer. That yeah. also sounds like the world, you know? Yeah, right. Is your mind blown? We should it's be like smoking green, huge blunts. I know. It's like the green beanery on Fathers and Bloor owned by Coca-Cola. Yeah. It's called the green beanery. What are you going to do? Right. They also are climate change deniers, I heard. What? <laughs> yeah. Man, the green beanery is just a weird place. It's so unpleasant there. That's my word of the day. Unpleasant. I feel like that's your word of off most days. You say unpleasant a lot. Yeah, I find things unpleasant. It's because when I was a kid, I couldn't say hate. My mom would be like, say dislike. You don't hate it. And I was like, okay. What and a mom thing to say. I say dislike. And, and I say it sincerely. I'll be like... Oh, I dislike that person. That's sincere? Yeah. I thought you were just like <laughs> making a soft hate. No, my mom indoctrinated my language. Oh, this is, this, I'm learning about you today. <laughs> yeah. You learned how I was raised. What? Are they in space right now? No, it's just like a, a, a teleporter. What? To their home planet. Say what? But if they're in indoctrinated why not be a part of it you know what do you mean like now that they're there and they think that they're a part of it man you want to sell out at any given <laughs> time i just think it's okay to be successful yeah i don't think that's the point of this the point is that the system is set up <laughs> to hurt other people that's so true. your success is on the bodies of others we don't need a system of that way Ugh, that's true you're telling the truth on this <laughs> Like I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think it's necessarily bad to be successful. I think it's that the fact that we don't investigate or actively discourage any changing of the system. We sound, really system. do. Yeah, I do. It's because when you're in charge, it's hard to stay in charge. Well, I, th I think it's also like the the people with, that you directly complain to are not really the leaders of the system. <laughs> like, no, they're not really the people in charge. But there is no one who's truly in charge. Yeah. And th so the kind of joke of this is that what if there were? Like, what if it is these aliens? What if it is? Oh, I get it. Yeah. <gasps> Shut the fuck up. I love how into it you get. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. How were they so prepared to do that this entire time? They were 
Oh my god, he's holding him by the beard. Yeah. That's very funny. That's I mean, this movie's like it's not like a comedy, but I would say it's definitely funny. It's very funny to yeah. hold him by the beard. Once I pulled Matt Nads's beard and he got mad at me. Yeah, it feels bad. <laughs> I really wanted to know that feeling of a pulling a full beard. All I date are men with just the scraggliest hairs. Yeah, same. That's who I am. <laughs> I love he gets a whole network speech here of there aren't any countries anymore. They run the whole show. That's true. Yeah. That's the new world order. I mean, so like if you even look at like uh last hundred years, it's like you see a change from like there's there's no Ottoman Empire, right? Like if you change from that to like Says nation you. space. <laughs> I love the idea of you're so Italian, you're still tied to the Ottoman, Empire. the Ottoman Empire. There's technically still a Roman Empire. Oh, Jesus Christ. The Dark Ages never happened. No, he left. They should have shot him. Why do they let people talk? You want, they want to know what's happening. But trying to learn. Trying to learn the truth. You still on? You're still good. Did I touch my thing? No, you're still good. Okay. I thought I touched it. Are they ghouls? Ah. The, the, the news, newspaper news anchors? Yeah, they're ghouls. Kablamo! So the, the, the end of this, I'd say, is just action into the end. Well, I need to know what's going on. Uh, it's yeah, no. It, the, They're I, just gonna take over now. They're just gonna kill all them ghouls. Here's the, the, the when I first saw it, I was like, "This is fun, but kind of stupid." And I and I'm not kind of aware if the movie knows how stupid it is, but I will say the very last shot of this is it telling you that it knows how stupid it is. Isn't telling you? It is telling you. Oh, it is okay. It's fun. This is a fun movie. Yeah. It also looks like it was made for about $20,000. It was very cheap, yes. Yeah. It uh, looks like this is like like I could film here. No problem. I just I like about that. I yeah, think I think it's good. It's very tactile. Yeah. And I think it also gives it like that in the middle of the movie you can have that like eight minute fight scene. Oh, that was a real long scene. But it was long because it was slow. Yeah. But Is it she was fun. Pregnant? Or is that just a really tenty dress? Oh, she's, yeah, pregnant. she's pregnant. She touched her tummy. That's how you know. You don't touch your tummy unless you're pregnant. I touch a tummy. I don't really touch my tummy. Actually, I'm touching it right now. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks exactly like MacGyver. Because uh, that's kind of based on this, oh. like the the mullet and and flannel. Also, apparently during the filming of this, John Carpenter dressed like that as well. Oh, that's funny. I thought it was based on MacGyver. I mean, MacGyver is based on this too. Like the, the like the mullet and flannel is kind of like an everyman look. The idea being like, who would have a mullet? Only like like no one with money would have a mullet. I mean, why would you have a mullet? Period. It feels like you'd have to cut your hair into that shape. It doesn't just happen. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so why would you do it? Because it's it's both long hair, so it's like kind of a fun party. And then, but you you work, so you need your hair to your oh, fucking face. Oh, I see. You know, business in the front, party in the back. It's literally a choice. Yeah. To like tie your hair back so that you look more businessy to people, yeah. it's people who are very out of touch with what is reality. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, you just missed. Oh. Meg Foster just shot Keith David in the head. No, why? She's a ghoul. No. Working with the ghouls. Oh. Uh, so then here's the the big satellite dish that beams all the. Uh, Shoot the dish! Stop looking at it. I mean, it's more so we can look at it. <laughs> no. I get it. Shoot it. <laughs> you want this movie to speed up so badly? Yeah, shoot her. That's Jurassic Park. I mean, she was al- she was always there. She never changed her opinion. She s- she worked hard to get what she wanted, and why would she stop now? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm on this girl's side. <laughs> I, I feel mean, that way about like working towards a goal in in TV. Yeah. It's like when people are like, "Internet's where it's at. Why do you even want to write for TV?" And it's like, mm, "Shut up." 
Also, like, I want to write for TV. TV will pay me. It's true. There's no money in internet yet for us I, comedians. I, you know what? The problem is that. The <gasps> Mamma mia, she died. The money that'll be in internet is like Netflix, which is effectively TV, you know? It's true. I watch it on my TV, sure. And then there's. He's just shooting a satellite dish is very funny to me. Oh, no. Did he die? Yep. But they killed the dish. Yep. So the, be- the beaming going to space. and then So uh, it's noble. His death is yeah, noble. His death is noble. And That's then sad. Uh, here's, I think, one of the funniest parts of the movie is coming up. Oh. Um, of course, it's got to take five minutes if I can get there. Oh, it gives him the finger. Oh, that's very good. And look at that gentle finger. And then. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, my God. You can see it. The people just running in chaos in the TV studio. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. And then this guy. Just everyone staring at the ghoul in the bar. Uh, It's so funny to me. (laughs) I'm just a ghoul watching it. Doesn't know anything's wrong yet. Oh, then this. No, it's going to happen. Boobs. Oh, I'm so happy that the only woman in this movie is here. Boobs. Second woman. And then looks down. <gasps> What's wrong, baby? Also, what kind of set? Oh, my God. Is that actually how it ends? That's the last one. <laughs> is that not? I can't believe that's how it ended. That's what I mean. You think this movie's not sure if it knows it's stupid? It fucking knows. That's incredible. That movie could have been 15 minutes long. That movie definitely could have been short. It, this could have been a short film. Yeah. That was very fun. Oh, man. That's very funny. See, I could have lived my life. More of the movie seeing the ghouls all the time like yeah yeah i want to know i do think that there is a very good 30 minute short film in it yeah uh but i don't think that was really an option to make that kind it of was movie very short though yeah it's i think it's hour 30 hour 40 an hour 40 yeah. fuck i can't uh, believe it ends with a girl having the worst sex i've ever seen which is i mean and you see and like that it knows the movie knows what it is like it, it shows that my favorite way she was having sex is like i've never seen someone ever so lightly like yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, uh, like, was barely writhing on him. Something I think about sometimes just to cheer myself up is <laughs> the one ghoul who in the bar who doesn't know he's revealed yeah. yet, just casually <laughs> watching TV. He's really cute. <laughs> very cute. Yeah, it's very funny. What's the matter, baby? So now that everyone can be seen, now it's fine. The world is saved. I mean, effectively. Like, who knows? There could, there's a sequel. And that's sure. Why not? Yeah, why not? They live, too. They still live. <laughs> <sighs> they still live. Actually, why was it called They Live? Because they live? Uh, the, the, the big thing on the They Live, We Sleep is the tagline of The Resistance. Oh, uh, that's cool. I like that. I think uh, that's well done. What did you think of it? It's not for me. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Would I ever watch it again? Yeah, I don't. No. I, don't I, I also don't feel like this is a movie that uh, stands up to repeated close views. It's not a rewatchable it's it, I like I've rewatched it multiple times. I think it's fun to rewatch it because you just kind of notice like things. You wouldn't watch it on your own. You'd watch it with another person. I watch it with another person, and I also wouldn't put it on and be like like really watch it. I put it on like do some stuff and right. tune in, tune in. I I this I could have lived my life not knowing, but I do think it's fun, and I'm sure I'll have many conversations with men in the future, and being able to talk about this, they'll probably be like, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like I'm in high school. This movie wasn't horny enough for you. You still found a way to make it horny. It wasn't horny enough. But yeah, no, I'm telling you, I, I bet you 10 out of 10, $10, okay. 10 out of 10. I mean, 10 bucks if I go on a Tinder date and I make some sort of jokey reference to this movie, the guy will be like, this girl gets it. <laughs> I mean, 
probably uh, here's, here's the problem is the guy who loves they live you, you, is you is that it's, it's kind of, it's, it's like me where it's just like you've gone to dinner day and you've just listened to some guy drone on about politics for 10 minutes i talk about politics yeah so you're already in you don't need to drown they live i'm in anyways i'm a good date <laughs> yeah, solid date. Solid date. A plus date. Look, Greater St. Peter's AIM Church. It was filmed in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Just uh, like Queer Eye. Queer Eye? Queer Eye is all over Atlanta. They go to gay Georgia. Uh, I, I I love this movie. I, I think of it as there's a whole kind of subgenre of big in the 80s movies that are like sci-fi movies that are super political. And this is probably... I think the most, Is the mo- like the platonic idea of that, like RoboCop or Videodrome. I've seen none of this stuff I've seen. I never seen. Uh, that's the thing I was worried about. Of like that's a, that's a genre movie what I like, I but like, I know I you like don't li- I would and like don't watch RoboCop. it. Is RoboCop uh, done by the guy that did Basic Instinct? Paul Verhoeven. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he did. He, he did. He did Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers. And he did uh, Showgirls. Showgirls. Did he do Basic Instinct? I don't think so. He did do Basic Instinct. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen Basic Instinct? No. Oh, we should watch Race Against <laughs> I don't think it's like a necessary movie to watch, but I think it's really fun. Yeah, all I know is you see her vagina. You can't. She's so skinny. <laughs> when she uncrosses her legs, you actually see her pubic area. Okay. Like, because she's so thin that when she Oh, she's like sits, sitting forward already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When she sits, like she's able to tilt her stomach down because it's so flat, like it's concave almost. So you don't see vagina, you see pubis, I'd say. You see the pubis mound. mound. <laughs> pubis mound. Um, Which is... A p- that movie starts with the most intense sex scene. Oh, yeah. It's like a girl just, like, fucking a guy. And it's only bodies. You don't see heads because you're supposed to, like, guess who it is or whatever. Mm. It's straight-up pornography. And in the early 90s, like, many children must have accidentally seen that and their penises exploded that's paul verhoeven has made many a penis explode which <laughs> is a joke for if you've watched robocop robocop is ha- robocop has a straight up dick explode oh it does it really yeah. i want to know peter verhovsky's anyway uh well this has the- been a pleasure we're gonna probably watch mama me <laughs> <laughs> I'll um, figure something out. We'll figure something out. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. I'm so happy that you listened to this. Good night. I love you. 